Hard chargers, what's going on? Dr. Drill here, the Making Motivation Podcast, where every day we friggin' slug it out against the slings and arrows of life, getting ready to punch the world in the mouth, metaphorically, figuratively speaking, on this crisp Tuesday morning. Hopefully we get some nice blue skies and sunshine today. Fall is upon us. Halloween is just around the corner on Wednesday. So I got on getting out early at the office, be able to answer the door for some trick-or-treaters, see all their little spooky faces and creative costumes. And I'll pull out my lanternfly costume, spotted lanternfly, worthy adversary. <clears throat> so... I got my friggin' lanternfly outfit. I wore it on Friday night. It's a fly costume. Cheapo, 30, 40 bucks, something on Amazon. It's really nice. It's got this like black ribbed vest. And then it's got a mask that is like a half a mask so you can see my bottom, my mandible essentially. My bottom lip and teeth. And then the upper lip and I got antennae and all this bullshit. So a nice fly costume, just fucking great for the costume trunk or stash that we have at the house and then I was thinking since this the spotted lantern fly maybe I would spray paint little spots on there maybe I would just grab you know what I'm going to do to complete the thought without getting too much more crafty is I'm going to again <clears throat> grab a lantern we have this little antique looking but battery operated lantern so the lantern fly make a little pun whatever you know maybe put a bullseye on my chest or something like that have kids spray me with silly string we'll see how it pans out but I wish everyone a safe and happy Halloween let's see some friggin orders of business for the day I just had a kick ass workout with the motivator mummies where we did a clank, clank, clank DDIP strength session. So, talking about maybe a dozen barbells out there on the turf, loaded them up, partnered up, and while I did deadlifts, for instance, you would jog back and forth on a basketball court. When I'm done with my 10 or 12 reps, nice, reasonable, sustainable, uh, number of repetitions we switch up so I do deadlifts you go back and forth doing a shuttle run basically and then we switch four sets of that then we went to the push press and some ab stuff and we went to the bench press and some squat thrusts and we ended it with stepping onto a spring floor or any sort of maybe you could be in a parking lot an empty parking lot maybe 10 spaces and you stand perpendicular to the parking spaces on the white line and you do a squat thrust or not a squat thrust a mountain climber so 10 single count mountain climbers so thrust is one thrust two three four ten stand step to the next parking spot and you do it again the next line you do 10 more you do that 10 times you got a freaking workout my friend let me tell you as stated with the technique for the mountain climber, you don't need to be going like fast, like one, two, three, one shit. 
little bit heavy on the knees and hips. So I just like to lunge and get a good stretch. So I'll do a nice deep, wide lunge, and then I'll, I'll kind of use that momentum, power up, scissor, lunge, that's two. Lunge, that's three. So we finished with that, nice cool down, friggin' circle up, cool down, stretch, led by the participants. Hey, Barb, stretch. Hey, friggin' Meg, pistons firing. Barb, friggin' Chippendale. Everybody led a cool down stretch, and we circled up, school circle, motivating chant. One, two, three, DDIP, motivator mummies, coming alive at zero, five. Huh. Oh, like a mummy. Let's see some current events. I'm feeling pretty good lately, last few days, last week or so. <clears throat> I had a communique from a great friend yesterday, a buddy that I um, that I had studied with in chiropractic college, one of my one of my best buds there, dating back 15 friggin' 2018 years ago. I've known him since. So we used to ride for a lot of mountain bikes, do some runs, talk some shit, drink some beer. Lived kind of in the same complex close to Seneca Falls in the town, beautiful town of Seneca Falls in the, tucked in the Finger Lakes of New York State. Beautiful freaking scenic area. I love it. So me and Rosie, we were really tight, thick as freaking thieves. Kind of cut from the same cloth. We like the outdoors. We like uh, the big Lebowski. Like to laugh. Like good friends. Integrity. So, really appreciate the communique that he sent my way. It was uh, one of encouragement. You know, I my last podcast, if you had not listened to it, I was talking about being strong in the storm and how I had been having a tough time. You know, meeting up against some challenges that, uh, stepping up to the plate against them, doing my best to, you know, win one for the team, win one for the good guys, and, uh, I, you know, I stand strong in the storm. Every day, just, you know, my life is good, I have a wonderful life, but every day, I think most of us feel the same way. You go out there into this world... And you get bombarded with problems to solve. Whether those problems are people. Oftentimes they have to do with people. Because people are anuses and they're needy. And if you are having a good day, it's not hard. It's not improbable that somebody, you're going to encounter somebody that needs your help. So at a time of your strength, you're going to be encountering people who are weak, you know, they not generally, but they're having a bad day. They, they need you to help them solve a problem, whether this is on the job or in a relationship or whatever. This affects us, right? It affects us. We take on these, these problems to solve. You know, some people say, well, they just don't tolerate bullshit and they've gotten really good at saying no and so on and so forth. Listen, I, I could definitely say no more. I understand the point to that, but let's be real honest. 
saying no, it's maybe selfless, or it's a selfish effort, and that saves your skin, it saves you anguish, but it's at the expense of other people. So sometimes you've got people who are energy suckers, and they're going to, if you got a feeling like, like you're full of energy for that day, they're going to be a parasite, like a tick, sucking all the motivation and all the enthusiasm and all the, the goodness out of you. And it can leave you dry. So you have to, <clears throat> you have to protect yourself, but at the same time, you have to spread the wealth. If we're here for anything on this earth, couldn't it be to help one another? And so that's that's my way. I'm not putting myself up on a pedestal, but I like to be there for people. I like to help people. It helps me. It helps me feel useful, like a useful engine. Remember we used to watch uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. My son was big into that. And this, uh, was it Henry? There's a bunch of different trains that they were named and Henry, he really liked to be a useful engine. That was his thing. And doesn't everybody want to feel like they're a useful engine, a useful person, good for something? <clears throat> so anyway, my buddy Rosie said some nice things about me in relation to that post. I guess he perceived that you know, I was standing strong in the storm, pulling a little Lieutenant Dan of sorts, climbing up to the mast in the friggin' howling uh, squall storm and defiantly screaming into it. And he said some nice things about my ability to do that, his confidence in me, to negotiate obstacles and also to be there for other people. Um, I really thank him for that and I love him. Because you think about people who who like to help like to offer support they're the last ones that really want to receive it you know we have a problem accepting support or even talking about the things that we might have going on our emotions our feelings our dreams because we just don't want to bother people we stoically try to gut it out all ourselves and that's not it's not healthy There's a quote I've mentioned before. It's something to the effect of, I'll paraphrase, I guess it would be then, right? Paraphrase is, treat yourself like one of your patients. Regard yourself as somebody that you are trying to help. Because we all know it's very easy to give advice. We're quick to give advice, except when it comes to some problem that we have, it's hard to remove ourselves from the situation. So, so there's that. So words of encouragement from a friend. I really appreciate it. Also appreciate anybody who would listen to these podcasts because they these are my, you know, it's kind of like my little diary. I don't lay it all out there, but... I try to be real. Uh, I know that we all have 
similar things going on in our lives, so maybe you can relate, and I appreciate the feedback. Let's end this real quick, because I'm pulling up on the house, get ready to shit, shower, and shave, head off to anatomy class. Talk about love for a second. You know, I was talking with a patient, end of, quarter, end, of, uh, end of business day yesterday, and there's this thing in Pittsburgh where some dope shot up, shot up a bunch of people in a synagogue in Pittsburgh. Could have happened in any, you know, any town. Did happen, I think there was a shooting in some church a couple miles from where we live. Just one person killed. But <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, you, you, want, you, you see this shit in the news about some dope sending bombs to politicians or some sort of poison in little packets, anthrax or ricin or whatever, bombs, shooting people up, making threats, vilifying certain segments of the population. It is just so stupid. I mean, obviously the violence is, you know, I abhor it. It's, uh, it's inexcusable. It's crazy. There's a lot of people that feel passionately about, let's say, a political party or a particular issue, but they're not going to kill anybody over it. There's a lot of people out there having a little road rage, trying to get to their destination, but they're not really want to throw down with anybody. They're just, they're just emotional, they're talking, they're human. But we certainly have a lot of hate and a lot of um, negativity out in our society. And it's a contagion. Meaning that, especially around, we're, we're coming up on voting, voting day. So it's really important. People are talking about blue wave, red wave. See all these attack ads and really just talking shit about people. And, and I know that politicians, we, we hate them, right? We, we think they all suck. But I think that these people take a lot of abuse and they probably do a lot of good. We wouldn't throw all the baby out, babies out in the bathwater when we hate everybody. You know, these people are getting into it on some level to try to make a difference. Anyway, politics aside, the antidote to all this hate is obviously love. You can find a million quotes on it from people as prominent as Martin Luther King and Lady Friggin' Gaga. Listen, you have to fucking just love people and help people today back to my little conversation about caregivers and, you know, wanting to help and your energy and sacrificing your, a little bit of yourself for others. It's a worthwhile pursuit. Show people some love. Make them feel like, you know, you care and that, that you want to be there for them. And it's a contagion. They're going to want to do that for other people. What a wonderful thing to pay forward. So let's all do that today. Well, let's all do that for the rest of the week and the rest of the year and the rest of our lives. Let's try to be good people and make the right decisions and be there for our fellow man and woman. I don't, uh, you know, it seems like it's cliche or just so typical. Like, do we even need to say this? The answer is fucking love. When you're road raging and on the commute today, just freaking take a nice breather, 
and try to understand everybody else's situation. Up the road, there might be somebody who's gotten in a horrible car crash and fighting for their life. Right? Somebody who you encounter today that you know you just don't have the tolerance for. Rather than losing your cool or just to hell with their needs philosophy, I want you to take the time to just let them know that you care. At the very least... If we operate like this, it's going to come back to us. Because that person that we might or tone, turn our nose up at, you know, they, they might give us a, a helping hand down the road or, or somebody else. It's just human standard human nature, human psychology. It's the way things work. Show some compassion. Show some love. Saw a little poster yet last night on Facebook. It had a sign that said, Love your neighbor that is not your religious affiliation, doesn't pray like you do, doesn't live like you do, doesn't have the you know work like you do. Basically, people who are completely different than you that you think you have nothing in common with, just love them anyway. Just be there for them. I'll end with this. You know, I was talking with another friend the other day. He said, you know, Doc, you're a... You're an intelligent guy. You're an educated man. What do you think about this uh, caravan of people coming from South America or wherever? What, what should we do about that? And I think that he was saying, essentially, you know, I, th- I believe that his point of view might be the hell with them. You know, we can't let everybody in here. We have a finite amount of resources and, you know, they're sucking off the system and we're paying taxes for them and so on and so forth. And there's a lot of good arguments in there. You know, we we can get full really quick. Like, we still are the land of opportunity. It's a great place to live in America. If we're not careful, you know, we won't have as many resources to spread around and so on and so forth. Like, I don't know how you solve these problems in that sense. But I do know that my heart just tells me to care about these people. If they're freaking going to march for for however many miles or whatever, 100 or 1,000 miles, and they're piss poor and they get their kids on their backs and suffering the slings and arrows of traveling through the heat and the cold and the rain and all that shit, then they're doing it for good reason. My instinct would be to help them first. There's a book called The World is Flat. talks about how technology essentially has broken down every barrier that exists in terms of commerce and social uh, policy and this and that. Just, you know, there are no walls. There are no borders. You look down on a map, in the ge- geography of the world, and you see all these little dotted lines, all these little cute little states and countries and continents, other than deserts and oceans and shit, mountain uh, chains. There are no walls. We are all one people, humanity. Sure, we've got our differences, but we've got more similarities and differences. And right now, the, the, um, there's a lot of problems in the world. In the way, it's, uh, the world is better than it's ever been. We've got some potential solutions, more and more solutions to problems, but we've got some big problems on our plate, such as climate change, <clears throat> wars, wars, and all kinds of bullshit. And we need to rally around the genuine enemy, okay? Not our, not one another. 
over petty little bullshit. So embrace the people around you. Try to understand their situation. When you go to snarl at somebody that you hate because you've got your own little world and your own construct of how things should work, think again. Just dare to think differently today and for the rest of your fucking life. Give a shit about people. They'll give a shit about you and good things will come. Right? Have a great day.